Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. So the question was, could Jason finish downloading what he was trying to download and get to the board in time to make it work? And, and I did it. And no. Yeah, I did. Oh, I you got did. it. I got it. Just barely. Like right as it was in er, ending the song, I got it. I you got, got you, it. babe. What's up, everybody? You got Jason here. I got Stu. And you All got right. the KC Masterpiece. Why do you got Stu? I don't know. I got Stu. <laughs> Yes, KC is with us in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> KC is, is yeah. Thank you, fellas. Corona contagious. Well, I got my head, uh, hazmat suit on. It's a yummy. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be fun because KC can hear all the sounds tonight. So I'm just gonna hit, play them like crazy because he usually yeah. can. You know, I'm dying mm-hmm. for Stu to tell a bad joke. Why? Why? Stuart. Talk into the front of the microphone. It's not hard to figure out. It's got a little picture on it. Fuck you, Watch too. Him. Do you see what he do? It doesn't matter if it's on the arm or not. He still plays with it. Why he can't just not play with the microphone? Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell a bad joke, Stuart. No. Cricky, cricky. Cricky, cricky. <laughs> <laughs> I got sick and tired of you. <laughs> complaining and bitching about the cricky cricky. <laughs> I still think mine's better. We don't have that anymore. Cricky 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 cricky. We could uh, record a new one. See, yeah, cut that out. Same. It's not the same. I don't want to cut that out. Mine's yeah. funnier. See? Mine was funny. Everybody, no, it's every, not. Everybody laughed. In your mind. I don't really like my friends. You know, I, you think, I think I play that sounder more than any sounder on this show. As you shouldn't. As I... Yes, I should. I should play it all the time. No, you shouldn't like your friends. I don't like my friends. Casey, you're all right. Hey! You're not really a friend. Oh. <laughs> Why are you listening to him? I didn't say it. Yeah, that's true. I... So Casey walks into the studio, and the first words out of his mouth are, and there's the butt plug right under the chin. We're <laughs> oh, talking about um, the Batman, Batman uh, Beyond. I was talking about Stewart's butt plug collection. <laughs> butt plug collection. Yes. And he lives with me. He brings out, <laughs> when people come over, he brings out his, he's got a felt-lined box. It's mahogany. <laughs> he w- opens it up. He's like, here are my Sample. butt plugs. This one's made of pure crystal. Um, I picked this up in Versailles. <laughs> Would you like to sample it? <laughs> I said, no. <laughs> Have very nutty undertones. I was gonna, I was gonna say it, but I just started laughing and I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh God, good times. There's all these tingles running up and down my nipples. Anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so 
So we're all here in the studio tonight, and uh, as you guys probably have recently listened to, well, I don't know if you listened to it or not, but you should. We did the Nirvana episode with Matt Hoffman. It was awesome having him here on the show with us, uh, and apparently we're going to have to have him back. Uh, his words, when we do a um, Lloyd Kaufman trauma, trauma just create and really torment Stewie with a bunch of trauma movies. Oh, yes. It's gonna There's going to be trauma from trauma. Oh, God. Cricky, 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 cricky. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. Don't know what you're missing. So anyway, uh, we really appreciate him being on the show with us. Uh, he's a fun guy. It was a lot of a lot of fun having him here. We did nerd out a little bit about Big Brother, just the way it is. Because honestly, it is bad, and that's what's good about it. It's hard not to get when you start watching Big Brother. It's hard not to get caught up in the Big Brother. It's the drama. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I, I I am that guy that I make fun of. I will yell at the fucking TV. I get mad, like, fuck them, fuck them. How are they even doing that? No, they can't even do that. I, how are they going to do that behind his back? They were just cool to him right to it. I mean, that's totally me when I start watching it, so it's worth it. It's awesome. It's my WWF, let's just, which isn't WWF anymore because that's the World Wildlife Federation. <laughs> so that doesn't really work. It's always going to be WWF to me. Yeah. For most people. <laughs> I mean, because that's what, that's what we grew up with. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, it's good to have KC in the actual studio with us tonight instead of just uh, yeah, s- Skype. skyping it in. Uh, the world's slowly opening back up. Slowly. I'm very getting a haircut slowly. next week. He's Yay. very excited by that. Um, I'm I saw you, just take some clippers. I mean, you'll be good to go. I don't, don't want to end up looking like you him. You got us here. What, beautiful? Yeah. I'm beautiful. Beautiful, it's true. Beautiful, like a chemo patient. Did you hit the creaky, creaky button? No, now, I'm just gonna let all the people out there be offended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, just piss off. Yeah, <laughs> people with cancer. Get going. <laughs> just piss off all the cancer listeners, yeah. asshole. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, I don't even know how to <laughs> move on from that. Since we did two shows, and they're actually only a couple days apart that we recorded them, I don't have any new news. Um, if anybody saw anything or heard anything that might be 80s or 90s related, you can go right ahead and deliver it now, but I don't really have anything for you. However, this particular episode... I do have some information. Oh, okay. Deliver some um, information. Whorehound's got a date set for uh, Indianapolis. I was wondering, because I noticed that they are selling hoodies right now and they designed a new hoodie and started selling it and, and we found out if our tickets are going to transfer or we got to buy new ones he literally just told me he had the information about the day no, I, I just and i hold up and i said i, I was wondering it. about that and then he asks me if i don't know i just know they're selling hoodies uh, <laughs> it's as much as i know well you know we could probably i'm friends with both of them on facebook yeah. probably just uh, honestly I mean, not speaking for anybody, but to help them out, I'm willing to buy a brand new ticket for Whorehound. You know, I mean, a lot of people are struggling. Yeah, including me. I yeah, can't so afford to afford a second ticket. So uh, Stuart is uh, so the whole up the information for Whorehound <laughs> Thank now. Thank you, Casey, for he's slowly oh looking at it. Oh my God! Here's the play-by-play. Holy shit! This is not yeah, the computer is you need to stop. Hey, maybe you it's should... running a little slow. Maybe you should just Skype in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, no, I don't have any any actual news. Uh, However, 
We are doing this episode tonight, which is based on the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle live-action movie, and that's where we're going to keep it. We're going to do an adjacent episode somewhere down the road where we talk about, so they're, I guess they're not actually adjacent. <laughs> so it doesn't make any sense. Uh, I said adjacent episode later down the road. Now, we're going to do episodes down the road where we talk, uh, we're going to do one where we talk about the cartoon, one where we talk about the comic book, probably one where we talk about the toys. So we're going to kind of, instead of cramming them all together. Are we going to cover one with the Oprah interview? Because that is hilarious. If I'd have known about that. I we might have had it tonight, but we don't. So yeah, we'll have to include that at some point. Uh, but that's as much news as we got for you because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle 1990 movie, folks, is turning. <clears throat> don't say it. Is turning thirty. Don't, oh, you said it. And uh, I believe it's May the twenty third. I believe it is. There, I'll double check it, but. I believe that's when they're doing the they're having the virtual pizza party online. Everybody can come in and sit down with them and join in. Some of the cast is going to be there. They're going to talk about different things on the uh, on it. Which so. is funny. We just had a pizza party right before this. Yeah, we did. We, we kind of had to. I mean, we're talking about the Teenage turtles. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we had to have pizza. You know, uh, oddly enough, you know that's a creation of the of the cartoon, not something from the comic books. The whole pizza thing. So, but yep. it did it does go into the movie, but so it works. works. So that's why we're doing this episode. The 30th anniversary is coming up, and we want to kind of promote that. And so we we start talking about it like we have to do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie episode, which 1990. I remember in 89, it started getting blasted. So I, the cartoon came out in, like, I want to say, 87? Yeah. 86 or 87. I think it was 87. Yeah. Oddly enough, right before the cartoon, like very right before the cartoon, I had a buddy at school uh, that I went w- to school with, and he was he was actually a pretty good artist. Um, I wonder if he's still out there. Kevin Uber, if you are still out there, reach out. Anyway, he was also crazy as shit. Kevin, if you're still cra- you know, he's probably in jail because, yeah, <laughs> he's probably in jail or went to jail, but it's okay. Reach out anyway. He was a fantastic artist, and he liked to draw, and one of the things he always drew was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he introduced me to the comic books, the Eastman and Laird comic books, probably mere months before the actual cartoon was released. I was a huge fan of the comic books. And, you know, I watched the cartoon after, you know, and I loved it. Totally different than the comic books, but I still loved it. Mm. So I was a big fan. And then in 1989, I really remember when they started hyping up this movie that was going to be coming out. And then, of course, the movie came out. And again, I was a huge fan. I thought it was fantastic. It was great. You know, it's cheesy as hell, but it was a lot of fun, especially for a kid, you know. So, you know, big fan. Glad that this whole 30th anniversary thing's going on, and that's what we're... Oh, thank you, Stu. I meant to do say something about that earlier and totally forgot. I don't know if people could hear it or not. We had a fan on the background and totally forgot to have Stu turn it off. But he graciously got up and went over and turned it off. You look. So I was excited with the whole concept of doing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle episode. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because this episode, this topic, we really have to discuss multiple things on their own show that all come back to this topic. Like I said, the comic book, yes. The cartoon, yes. The toys, yes. But also Jim Henson is going to get his own episode. Yes. And a, <laughs> Thank you, Stuart. Oh, and Jim Henson was a huge part of the movie. So, What about Corey Feldman? 
<laughs> we could do what a, about Corey do Feldman? a Corey Feldman episode? That would be interesting. I mean, for the two Corys? for fifty bucks, we could probably get him on the show. <laughs> I think twenty five. Nah, man, I need fifty. And you gotta let me promote my movie where I talk about how me and the other Corey were molested. Have you you've heard about? I've all heard this about crap. it. Yeah. I mean, they tried to play this movie. Like all these people prepaid to watch this movie. Everything broke down at the last minute. He's claiming it was conspiracies and people were trying to stop the movie from getting out. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, Corey, you were such a cool dude. Like, honestly, from a kid actor all the way up. Now he's just trying to look like Michael Jackson. Now he's just grasping at fame. Yeah. It's kind of sad. It's like he's doing everything he can to try to stay famous. and It's really sad. It's very it's, sad. You see that sometimes. It's like he was almost famous. He was exceptionally famous. Oh, yeah, that's right. And the funny thing is, is we all remember the Corys, right? But, I mean, he was huge before that. He was the he was one of the voices in The Fox and the Hound, for Pete's sake, when he was just a little kid. Aww. Then he was in Gremlins. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And he was on TV commercials. I mean, he was hugely popular, and then he hit his teen years. And uh, then it, he started dressing like Michael Jackson. That came later, a little bit later. Yeah, yeah so at, like at, late teens, late, like late, a horror home. late eighties, right about the time of uh, like eighty eight. Dream a little dream because yeah. he does the Michael Jackson dance, which was creepy. In it the, was, it was really out of place. Yeah, in the horror hound that we went to, he was actually dressed like him too. A little bit, yeah, but he didn't do the. Black and red leather. He he does the like later Michael like the, the the band outfit or whatever. Uh, yeah, what, the, like what's the album low. where he's the giant statue and dangerous? Dangerous. He started. That was kind of like his look. He kind of went with and he's in like uh, he's in one of the videos dancing too. I believe. Mm. I don't think it was black and white. Maybe it was. It might mm. be black and white. Because you, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. you know, you know who kicks that. off that video, right? Uh, was it no, Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin? No, it was Macaulay Culkin. Culkin Culkin. That's his name. So what? You guys didn't know about that? So Macaulay Culkin did this thing and he put it out on Twitter. He's like, I'm going to let, I'm going to change my middle name. Everybody gets to vote and whatever they pick, that's what I'm changing. my. This was like two years ago and people voted that his middle name is Macaulay Culkin. So his name is Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin Culkin. <laughs> And he he did it, which I thought was kind of cool. I'm like, good for him. I mean, it was like just kind of a goofy thing to do, and I thought it was funny, and everybody voted, so his name is... <laughs> but he's, yeah, he starts off the video black and white. Must be all that crack. I mean, he definitely had a drug problem. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's off it now. Yeah, I think he is, too. Uh, I always thought his brother was a better actor than him, Kieran. You know, whatever happened to Kieran? Last time I saw him was in... Um, Cracked Scott in? Scott Pilgrim vs. Oh. the World. Oh. Which I haven't... I'm sure he's done stuff since then. Okay, good but, for him. Yeah. Have you seen that? It's a good movie. I haven't. It's on Netflix. You should watch it. I should. You'd probably really like it. Yeah. It's a good movie. I'm busy watching like international movies. Yes, we know. <laughs> we, we know. <laughs> stuff that no one's watching. <laughs> well, not no one, just... People from that country is watching it. Right, and no one else. I, I bet you people from that country are like, we're not watching this. Watch Friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't know what they're missing. Stranger Things. <laughs> Do you watch Stranger Things? No. I've never watched it either. I know you haven't, but I'm surprised he hasn't. You watch Tiger King, though, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It uh, pisses Stu off for some reason. He's never watched it. Really? Piss, what, what? But he always gets mad that people like are into Tiger King. And Dude, yeah. 
What, what am I getting pissed off about? I don't know. You are. You're always making comments. Brave fucking Tiger King. I'm like, well, yeah, but is it one of those things you get pissed off because you're tired of seeing it repeated over and over yes, again? Yes, probably. And I don't even blame him for that. But that's how I watched it because I kept hearing people talk about it. What mm-hmm. the fuck are they talking about? All I know is that so, so you posted a picture of Northgate Mall, and I'm like. That has something to do with this movie? Yeah, it's yeah, briefly. Yeah, it's like a brief two-second sort of cameo. They went Mall. through. They used to take the Tigers on tours through malls, and Northgate Mall was one of them, apparently. So you know it had to be a long-ass time ago, because that yeah. mall's been closed since... No, it's still open. It just it's, hasn't had crap there. Northgate Mall's open? Yeah, yeah technically. Shows what I know. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought it was closed. No, yeah. it's still open. It's just nothing there. No, I, thought, I, think, I thought it's been closed since like 1996. I didn't know. No, I mean, no. Technically, we, we need to do an episode on dead malls, and we could cover a lot here. <laughs> yeah, there's one like right around the corner. And so, then we can play the Tiffany song. Who was I think just, we're alone now. Someone was just telling us. No, I was reading it. So, so in the mall here... Um, and guys, seriously, I know in this is this here. is not. <laughs> we can go to AMC in the mall here. <laughs> it was actually North uh, Showcase. They had an AMC. Yeah, it was a showcase. That's right. You're right. <laughs> anyway, um, so we are not this show. We don't really tout a lot and pump a lot of this kind of message out there. We're we're way not serious enough to do this shit on a regular basis, but. In light of everything that is going on with the the pandemic and everything, seriously support some of your small businesses. A lot of these guys are closing because they don't have a choice. Um, And I bring this up for a reason. You know, a lot of them are selling stuff online or doing anything they can to make the rent. We have, in the mall here, we have a giant arcade called Arcade Legacy. And it's a really cool place. They do the old style arcade cabinets are all throughout it, but they also do like uh, competitions and stuff through game systems. And the guy who runs, it's a really cool dude. And they sell systems there. It's huge. And you pay one price, you get in, you get to play stuff all night. Mm-hmm. I've been there a few times, taking the kids there. It's it's a good time. We I, beat I, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles a couple I, times. I should probably go there more often than I did because it's not that – it's literally, what, three minutes up the road? <laughs> but it's in the mall. And the mall is essentially dead. Yeah. Which is it, – it actually hurts me sometimes because that's where I hung out as a kid, like a teenager. Yeah, like 30 years ago. Oh. I know it wasn't thirty; it was twenty some years ago. <laughs> I know if you go on Reddit uh, under dead malls, Forest Fair is like the king of all. the Except dead it's malls not dead there. yet, technically. Technically, there no, are still stores there, open. There are in some it. dead malls, but that. You know, I mean, Tri County ain't far behind, but yeah. it's barely hanging on. Northgate's pretty close too. Uh, amazingly enough, Eastgate's the, nobody cares. Nobody's um, <laughs> like we don't give a shit. But what I'm saying is, he was recently online. Of course, he's had to close up shop. What's funny is you have to walk through the mall. It's down by the food court, which I think there's one restaurant nope. still open. No, I think that's nothing. There too. Nothing anymore. Oh wow! So it's just that's kind of creepy when you go down there. Then so it's Bass Pro Shop, Arcade Legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Bass Pro and Shop has its active. own entrance, so nobody goes to the mall to get the Bass Pro they, and be active fit or whatever. So anyway, he had to close up during all this, and I saw that he was posting online. He said. Problem is, is it's going to cost the mall. The the reason this mall died, the reason Forest Fair Mall died, was because of the cost to be in there. Yeah. Yep. And it's just really expensive. It's a huge, oversized mall. Should not have been it's designed too big. Uh, anyway, he was basically saying with all of this stuff going on, he's not bringing in any income, and he doesn't know that he can afford to stay in there when it opens back up. 
and he's been selling stuff online. That's why I say, you know, Stu and I have talked about it on the show. We 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 collect vinyl. We just got some this week, Stewie. Got some Eric Clapton, and I got me some Rod Stewart live, which is cool. Ooh. But our vinyl shop, the one we like to go to, uh, Main Street Vinyl, they during all this he was just selling stuff online. He was putting up videos a couple times a week, and we would watch the videos, see what he had, and you jump on them and. Uh, he would ship them to you, and then recently he let, he made it so we can come pick it up, and then I guess next week he's probably going to open back up to some capacity. Mm. <clears throat> but we've been trying to, and I know KC is really big about, KC works part-time at a brewery. Winery. Winery. <laughs> a lot of you brew make... beer there. I do. Doesn't you... that make it a brewery? Mm. Brewery. Yeah. If you brew beer. We're... Kind of classified more of a winery. Do you brew wine? I don't brew wine. I mean, that's kind not of you. Cousins. But do they brew wine? Yeah, they do. Is it called brewing wine? I don't think so. What well, is now? And it's a brewery. <laughs> anyway, KC works part time at a winery where he brews. Yeah, he and uh, a lot. <laughs> and uh, I know he's really big on a lot of these microbreweries and stuff, trying to help them. A lot of them are selling online. I mean, yeah. it's what they're doing to keep afloat right now. But anyway. If you can't go there physically, show some love by sharing them on your social media. Like, message them on Facebook, share what they got going, spread the word. Yeah, like, we need to help some of these places, especially if they're playing. Oh, Stu, this one's going to hurt you. You probably didn't know. There's a chance the Troubadour is going to close. Yeah, what? I mean, they're hurting, and without, I I think they had, like, a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter. Yeah, the Troubadour is, like... Uh, well, all these theaters and stuff—they're not making money. Nicky, right. Tommy, do something. <laughs> yeah, guys, jeez, <laughs> it's the troop. Anyway, so my whole point behind this—I just kind of went off on a little tangent there. But he was online talking about he's looking for. Uh, is, does anybody know a like smaller venue, like a, not a smaller venue, but a venue where he might be able to move location to? Should it come to that? Hmm. Uh, I totally lost where I was going with that, but. That's what I was going to say. So somebody's listening going, fucker, go back to your original point. I don't know what it was. So I'm not going to do that now. I got a few ideas. Um, maybe I'll talk to some people, see if we can help out. Well, his name's Jesse Baker. Uh, he's I'm friends with him on Facebook. You can find him. And if you know of some areas where he might be able to move it to, that the rent might be cheaper. than My healthy's always looking for some small business. He said he doesn't really care what location. It's not exactly like he's, he's like, I don't want to move. Mm-hmm. I might have to move. So, oh, I remember what I was getting at. So, Yay. so the conversation was then brought up somehow. We, I think I told you the other day, we got in a discussion about this, but, or was it Taz? Somebody was telling us that they heard that somebody might be coming back in and reopening Metropolis. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't remember who. But you remember this conversation, don't you? Yeah. Uh, I was telling us that. Oh, uh, man, I'm about to... Dust off this whole social distancing thing. Screw Metropolis. They need to wipe out the whole Metropolis thing. Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street, man. Bourbon Street. So in the mall. Screw screw that. We need to go back to America Live. America Live. All right. So I don't remember that. that Right before Bourbon Street. Same thing. Screw that. Zagos. Who? That's not what it was called. What was the teeny club called? 
Oh, uh, Zavos. Zavos. I was oh, close. Oh. I never went there. I never went there either. Oh, God. So what we're getting at here is back in high school, there was a teenage nightclub. That used to be a strip club before then. But <laughs> yeah. This is a legit thing. It was a, a teenage nightclub. It was a nightclub without the alcohol. It did not stay open long. Didn't it become like of, a medical place? I don't, I don't know. There were a lot of fights there, though. Oh, dude. A lot of teenage pregnancies, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I felt up with this one chick who had like some piercings. It, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long story. <laughs> well, why are you scooting? Why are you scooting over? He, he didn't say he was going to fill you up. Shit. Oh, you wait. You got no piercings? Shoot. Oh, wait, now Stu's. Scooting a lot closer. He's okay, he's about to touch me now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, what we're getting at though is I don't know how it is in other states and whatnot. Like I wonder if some people were probably going to be like, "Well, yeah, that's normal." And I bet there are other people going, "What the fuck?" Mm-hmm. They're the mall <laughs> here. So okay, I got to kind of explain this. So we have a mall. We have two malls within a few miles of each other. Really close. Actually, three, uh, three malls. Yeah. But two in specific that I'm talking about, and one is called Tri-County Mall, and there's a reason. We literally have three counties that Mm -hmm. meet right there. The other one is called Forest Fair Mall because it's in Forest Park and Fairfield. Forest Fair. You knew that, right? Yes. Okay. Y'all kind of look at me like I was on crack or something, but... So the problem. Well, it's called Cincinnati Mall now. Now it's called Cincinnati Mills, and then Cincinnati Mall. And who gives a shit? Now it's called Dead, <laughs> <laughs> and and everybody still calls it Forest Fair. No so why they're kid. bothering? I don't know. But the problem was they decided it would be a good idea to put a string of nightclubs in this mall. So there were there were a string of nightclubs in one portion of this mall. You'd pay to get in, and you get to go to all three of them, right? Well, I guess there was four if you consider the rocket room, but it, that's where you went when you needed to tone down a little and drink. You needed to just chill out. Yeah. Well, sometimes they'd have light bands. It was cool. So anyway, the problem inherent with this mall is it literally fell on the border of Forest Park and Fairfield. Like the cutoff line for the two cities is like right in the middle of this mall. And two different counties, two different cities. Two different texts lines yeah so the problem here <laughs> is you put people in a place where they drink a lot of alcohol and they get in a lot of fights and no one ever knew whose jurisdiction this was <laughs> this was a huge issue like you'd have cops showing up from both sides nobody knew what to do three different three different cities would come so you know i think Bar- uh, barney fife even showed up one time it was hilarious well the mall cops <laughs> yes yeah, oh, probably maybe that's did. roscoe yeah that's <laughs> roscoe p coltrane uh so yeah it's it'll be interesting it i i, I might have showed up too so i have this cool business idea i ran by studio day. well let's both pitch our business ideas to kate casey oh, okay i'm listening kate we both have a business idea we're not competing business ideas he no. just had one i had one okay so I told Stu, I said, you, you know about these adult summer camps, right? You've heard about these? Oh, yeah. Summer camp for, I would love to go. We should totally do it. Sounds awesome. It's just a summer camp with alcohol, apparently. Yeah, I know there's like one, I'm <laughs> looking at one in New York, like upstate New York or something. I want to go to some place in uh, Ohio, upper Ohio. There's like a giant like hill that goes into a pool. It's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, I see these videos all the That's time. That's amazing, dude. Thank you. For, like, for sharing that yeah, with us. Whatever. Oh, do your Gilbert Gottfried for us. Oh, my God. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best one. <laughs> Hit it out the park. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It's out. 
<laughs> it's pretty what awesome. Wrong with your <laughs> I don't. It's clipping. I think my. Yeah, that hurt. I think my gain might be up high or something. Anyway, <laughs> so <laughs> I, you know, I'd love to do one of these because you basically get to go to summer camp with alcohol, but you get to zip line do all this other shit. It just sounds fun. So I had this idea. Mm-hmm. What if you take for like adults? Okay. And make a mall. Now it's not a real mall, and it's not even the size of a mall, but it looks like storefronts, right? You have arcades in there. You have alcohol, of mm-hmm. course. You might even be able to have a little theater, and you have a food court. Okay. But there's not real stores. Maybe you sell stuff like T-shirts and stuff, so it looks like the atmosphere of a mall. So it's like an old western. It's for pop up people our age to kind of get to hang out in, like they used to hang out at the mall. Sort of like a outdoor plaza sort of thing. No, going, I'd make no? it indoors. Okay, so but, it's going to be inside of a mall, but it's not as big as an actual mall. I mean, it'd be a lot smaller. Like think of way cooler Dave and Buster's. Okay, but with food court, not like a restaurant that costs you eight hundred dollars to eat at. You know, so it, you want it's the actual feel of a mall, All just right. condensed. Okay, and instead of and you have fake storefronts that mimic like the actual stores we used to have, like. Yeah. You know, like anything airbrush, you could be like some things airbrush. I don't know. Anyway. Like Gatlinburg. Yes! <laughs> but for every state. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> pitch your damn idea, asshole. Stuart, it's, not really, it's not really pitching. It's, oh, you're it's pitching. just an idea. Yeah, he might yeah. invest. You don't know. I got $2 for Woo, it. and I got one. We throw in three bucks together. That's three Ooh. bucks. Stu gets mad because I think his idea is good. I just see a lot of problems with it. Well, you know how you got Grubhub, DoorDash, and all this stuff that, you know. What are, what are these you speak of? <laughs> well, how, they're, how they're taking food from actual, like, stores. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess uh, a, ser- a delivery service that goes from one house to another house. So you get, like, home-cooked meals delivered to another house. The- Instead of, like... Fast do food. It, do it. The problem with that is you got to deal with like legal food regulations. Yeah, food That's regulations. what I said. I said it's a brilliant. I like the the concept. The yeah, idea is it's cool. a brilliant idea. But you can't make everybody a restaurant because then they'd have to abide by federal laws and shit. I mean, look mm-hmm. at like think about a um, like a potluck at work. You don't know some some of these people. You just flat out don't like, and they'd be cooking in filth and bringing it. To the job that day. You, a, you use your tongue prettier than a twenty dollar whore. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> so basically, what we're saying about Stewie's idea is. Look what you've done. The fuck? <laughs> that took a while. <laughs> so worth it, though. <laughs> I wasn't sure when I was going to stop. <laughs> Isn't well, that brilliant? How, was that a couple of those there? <laughs> no, it wasn't even. Oh, wait till you... Wait till we get into... We're 30 minutes in, but wait till we get to an but, actual... Wait, are we actually going to do an episode? Yes. Yeah, we're doing an episode. And I can kick off some really fun shit. I, I have some interesting stuff. So let's go ahead and kick off the episode, and I'm going to play something. This, guys, this is real. What you are about to hear, my friends, sounds like some made-up shit. This is real. So just sit back and enjoy the next three minutes or so. Three. This next story takes us to Ferndale, Michigan, the jello salad capital of the Midwest. 
26-year-old Michelle Ivey is convinced she's a ninja turtle. For the last 14 years, 26-year-old Michelle Ivey has dedicated her life to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Michelangelo's my favorite turtle because he reminds me of myself. California! Come on, dude! It's shell kicking time! I figured it was a face. <laughs> she grew out of the Care Bears. She grew out of My Pretty Pony. She has become the, a Ninja Turtle. Pretty much, she's crossed over the line and has adapted a whole new personality. These here are my heads. Where's your yes, this is not my head, these are my heads. This right here is my new pride and joy, Michelangelo from Turtles 3. So any scene where you see Michelangelo, like when he goes, wait, really, I'm just a beautiful princess in disguise. Ah, huh, sword, break the spell, give me a kiss. Then it's actually this head saying it. Because Michelle works at a factory for a minimum wage, she takes out bank loans to feed her Ninja Turtle obsession. This hat cost me $2,000. The one thing I like now is that she has her own job, she's making her own money, and she can waste her own money on this stuff. <laughs> Pardon my French. <laughs> I paid $1,800 for Leonardo. Michelle's going high risk. She's willing to put herself in the debt in order to say, I have the head of Leonardo! I have been downright told by several people, just drop the turtles and get a real life. I have a life. Michelle lives on a strict Ninja Turtle diet. That means pizza every day, covered with bizarre toppings. I call you, dude, one pepperoni with pickles. Okay, I am making us a BLT pizza. When Michelle orders a pizza, Get a slice quick because it's gonna be pizza goulash. Well, dudes, these are some moves that my master splinter has taught me to protect myself from people like him. Some people keep pets. I have a little sister. That's totally But it didn't stop at the costume for Michelle. She even spent $5,000 on karate lessons, becoming a blue belt so she could fight like a ninja turtle. When I'm in these situations, I kind of feel like they're standing behind me, protecting me. And I say, hey guys, you there? And you know, they'll, they'll check in with me every now and then. When the turtles entered my life, they taught me to be self-aware. They taught me to never hide behind any wall of who you really are, but to live your life as you want to. Michelangelo goes, follow your heart, guys, follow your heart. And then he breaks into the song called Follow Your Heart. He can try anything to tear us apart, but there's one thing that's still clear. That there's, that there's no, no way that he'll get inside of our hearts. Just remember that we're still here. The time has come to change it all, to wash away your fear. We only have to stick together. The good times are so near. Follow your heart, follow your heart, follow your heart, like follow your heart. Follow your hearts, too. That song changed my life, because they taught me to follow my heart. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. The thing that got me is that she's self-aware. <laughs> it sounds like Kevin singing. Guys, I know it sounds like that's some made-up stuff. That's real. You can go on YouTube oh, yeah. and watch this stuff. It's a uh, what's Fred 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 Willard, Fred Willard yeah. hosts this show called like um, 
I don't remember, crazy, or it's like totally obsessed with, I think it's called. And that's one of them. And the the Pac-Man sounds you heard were, it was from another one. This shit's, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even begin. I was watching this going, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is real stuff. Hey, so. Stu, I think she's single. <laughs> I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. <laughs> Dress up as like Rocksteady or Bebop and like Rocker World. Yeah, <laughs> Stu go. goes, I'm sure she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's going to stay that way for quite some time. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't care, man. She's going to follow her heart. She's going to fight the foot. You should have seen her fighting style where she's out there trying to beat up her brother. Who? Ends up throwing her on the ground and hurting her anyway. So it's like, this isn't... Oh, my God. The bluebell. So with that being said, we will go into this week's show proper, but we always do a PSA before we go into Geeks because we don't want to just be a show that entertains you. We want to teach you something, too. And this week, I have one that's very apropos, so we're going to play that for you real quick. Hey, Joey. I got some stuff you just got to try. What is it? Pot. You know, marijuana. Oh, well, I don't know. What, chicken? Joey's in a jam. What should he do? Uh, cake. Get a pizza. Excellent. Get a pizza. Get real. Get it. You got it. Let's see if Joey's that smart. Uh, I'm not chicken. You're a turkey. He's right. Drug dealers are dorks. Don't even talk to him. Cowabunga. I think the best part of that is Michelangelo, obviously a stoner. What should he do? Get a pizza. <laughs> yeah. He's got some pot. Order a pizza, man. Wouldn't it be great if Michelangelo and Scoo- oh, I'm sorry, uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo <laughs> did a commercial. Just totally hang out uh, together. Yeah. It's like, don't do pot. We need to Give make it that to happen. me. <laughs> we still need to make that happen. Look, pot pizza and pot brownies. Oh, we should get beef. To do the Scooby and the like Scoob. That would be hilarious. That, oh my God. That cracks me up. It's like, that's right. Drug dealers are dorks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a chicken. You're a turkey. <laughs> and you know what happened in real life if you said that? You got, you got your ass kicked. Yeah, your teeth knocked out. <laughs> but, you know, the turtles taught us not to do drugs. And that's it's what they turtle were power. It is turtle power, man. Uh, so, again, this week we're going to be talking about the 1990 film Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, directed by Steve Barron. This was the highest-grossing independent film at the time, and it stayed the highest-grossing independent film till... Anyone? Anyone? Stuart, I told you earlier. What film knocked this off as the highest-grossing independent film of all time? Shit. Lord of the Rings? <laughs> that, Lord of the Rings was an independent film, was it? Mm, I'm going to say no. <laughs> no. 1999's The Blair Witch Project. Oh, that's right. Knocked, oh. knocked it off its perch. This was... So uh, we have some cast here. We have Judith... Is it Hogue? Or uh, I think it's Hogue. Hogue. Judith Hogue is April O'Neil. Uh, see, all their names I can't pronounce, even though I know who he is. Elias Codius as Casey Jones. Uh, James Sato as Uraku Saki, better known as Dushreta. Uh, we have Sam Rockwell in this movie as as they they bill him as head thug. I actually didn't even realize it was him right until upon going back and looking. I'm like, holy shit, it is Sam Rockwell. Some of the voices in the movie were Brian Tochi as Leonardo, Corey Feldman. We'll talk about that as Donatello, 
Josh Pace as Raphael, Robbie Rist as Michelangelo, and Kevin Clash as Those are the voices of Splinter. Do you guys know who Kevin Clash is? No. Did you start the band The Clash? Yes. All right, sweet. So uh, I'll pull this up as I'm talking a little bit here. So Skeet Ulrich and Scott Wolf both make appearances in this movie as unnamed members of the Foot Clan. Ah. Yeah, a little, little interesting stuff for you. Isn't one of them the one that slaps April O'Neil? No, that's one of the actual turtles. So all four of the guys who were in the turtle suits had cameos in the movie as just regular people. Oh, so okay. He's the Foot Clan that slaps April. Uh, one of them is in the back of the... Actually, the guy who plays R- Raphael, John Pace, is in the backseat of the taxi cab that hits Raphael. And uh, the guy, he says, what was that? And the uh, taxi driver's like, look kind of like a giant green turtle wearing a trench coat. Uh, one of them is the pizza delivery guy. That's uh, Oh, yeah, the Domino's guy. So they all have, like, cameos as themselves in the movie. So I got a little, some more interesting in, uh, casting bit we'll kind of talk about real quick. Brian Tochi, uh, voice of Leonardo, and Robbie Rist are the only two actors who appear in all three of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. April's recast. Casey stays the same in the second one, I think. And I don't even know if he's in the third. Or maybe he's not in the second one. It comes back for the third. I don't remember exactly. It's been a long time. But mm. but all the uh, Turtles are recast besides those two. They stay for all three. Johnny Depp, Keanu Reeves, Christian Slater, Lou Diamond Phillips, Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, Jason Patrick, Aust- Brian Austin Green, Alex Winter. Would have been cool. Yeah. Gary Daniels and River Phoenix were all considered for the role of Casey Jones. Damn. Out of all of them, who would you think would have made a good Casey Jones? I thought a lot about that. I think Alex Winter might have been kind of cool, actually, to, to be honest about it. I I don't know. Uh, Johnny Depp, <laughs> totally not. But Keanu Reeves, I could totally have seen as Casey. Whoa. I'm going to hit you with a Jose Canseco bat. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> River Phoenix may have be able, might have been able to pull that off too. I I can't see Emilio Estevez or Kiefer Sutherland. No, or Lou Diamond Phillips, and Brian Austin Green. I mean, this would have been yeah, he would have been way too young. Yeah, this would have been like early Beverly Hills Nine. Ooh, how weird he, is that? He though? was in the Beverly Hills Nine Two Nine. I know, but this would have been early Nine O Two. Actually, it's, might have been pre Nine. I don't know if that could be accurate. The nineties. He's way too 90s. young. But if it, that is true. Brian Austin Green is married to oh um, anyone Megan Fox, who it later played April O'Neil. Yes, there you go. So that twisted around casting. So one of the things that makes this film interesting is we were I talked about this with you guys earlier. Is the Teenage Mutant? So do one of you guys? You didn't even watch it. You didn't watch it. I don't have any respect for you. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, he's seen it. Yeah. Do you want to do you, Stu? Do you want to try to synopsize this film? Uh, four turtles become ninjas. Oh my god! How do they become ninjas, Stu? <laughs> From ooze. <laughs> uh, they beat up some ninjas, and then what happened? <laughs> their their master gets kidnapped by who? Uh, uh, a cheese grater. All right. <laughs> By the way, that's Kevin Clash later to perform the voice of. Hello, I'm Elmo. Ah, did he molest a bunch of kids? That's what they say. <laughs> Lovely. So they got weird <laughs> for Fast. those kids, especially. <laughs> so that was that was probably a little. Yeah, I shouldn't have said what I just said, but you know. 
So, okay, basically, it really follows, believe it or not, the movie follows the storyline of the comic books. They just took the aspects, the turtles. So they follow the comic book storylines, but the turtles from the cartoon. What I mean by that is, for those of you who don't know, the the comic book was very dark, brutal, Mm -hmm. murder. Shredder gets his, like, chopped up and fucking thrown off a building, which I guess technically happens in this as well. But... The turtles are the more goofier, pizza-eating, cowabunga characters from the con- or the cartoon. Right. However, some of the scenes in the movie are directly out. Even the scene at the farmhouse, that's all comic book stuff. All of that is. So it follows the storyline. There's a reporter named April O'Neil who's trying, who keeps reporting about this, all these th- thefts going on throughout New York, and she believes it's this clan of ninjas called the Foot. Of course... The Foot Clan doesn't really care much for her doing this. So, well, one night she kind of gets, she gets jumped. She's going to her van and there's some guy stealing shit. She gets jumped and the turtles rescue her, although she doesn't know that at the time. She, they knock out the lights, they rescue her, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, long story short, she ends up, they, she reports more shit. They come after her. The turtles rescue her again. Actually, she gets to meet them all. They find out that there's a Foot Clan, this ninjas running around New York City. You find out the the leader, who is Shredder, has some connections to Splinter through the Masters. Anyway, long story short, Shredder really, want, really wants them dead. Spends the rest of the movie trying to figure out where they are. Mm-hmm. Fights them. They come back at the end. Get the one Shredder fight. He kicks their ass. But somehow Splinter, who is a giant Jim Henson puppet, throws him off the side of a building. They crush him in a garbage truck. The end. Casey Jones comes along. He's a vigilante in the city. They did a pretty good job. I thought Elias yeah. Cody did a pretty good job of the old Casey Jones role. It was really weird seeing him have hair. He's got really long hair in it, and he's really young. And Stu were commenting on that because now he's like totally bald. In Chicago PD, <laughs> but he's probably pushing sixty at this point. Was, yeah. Yeah. he was probably in his mid twenties when they did this movie, and now he's you know it's thirty years later, so. I still can't get over that. Yeah. I will tell you right now that um, Judith Hogue, she's the one, one of the ones going to be hosting the uh, virtual pizza party thing. Mm -hmm. She looks great. Yeah. She looks really good. So Uh, anyway, yeah, that's, that's the story in a nutshell. No, no. This is the story in a nutshell. This is the story in a nutshell. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even, I can't even take him seriously. (laughs) <laughs> do it. Do another impression for us. Uh, your Andrew. <laughs> masterpiece. <laughs> that was actually pretty damn good. <laughs> do uh, another one, Arnold. Uh, fantastic. Oh man! So, <laughs> contrary to what you might believe, the story takes place in New York City, but the movie was filmed primarily in North Carolina. With some of the uh, set pieces, some of the stuff you see in the background, they did go to get some of the exteriors in New York. But a lot of it was filmed. Even the rooftop scenes were filmed on soundstage Mm -hmm. in North Carolina. Yes. And so this is pretty cool. Uh, The Turtles, as I said, were created by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Jim Henson actually said they were the most advanced thing he had ever worked with at the time. Mm. And they are pretty advanced. Yes. Especially considering this is 1990. You know, and I will say this: those costumes look a lot better than the oh latest CGI These, version the, of the turtles. We don't. I don't. I don't want to talk about the Michael Bay piece of shit fiasco. The turtles, 
literally in the comic books, cartoon, everything are supposed to be around four feet tall. Mm-hmm. Michael Bay made them like seven feet tall. Just huge, Mother grotesque eight. monsters. They are huge, <laughs> grotesque monsters with superpowers. Yeah, that were going to be aliens in Michael yes, Bay's world. Yes, you heard about that. People <laughs> yeah. threw a fit, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, Michael Bay yeah, wanted to... Uh, yes, he wanted them to be aliens. Yeah. They came from an alien turtle planet, and people pitched a fit. Wait, I, I thought they were uh, born from ooze. They are. They are. <laughs> yeah, Michael, this is a creative choice. Michael Bay Michael just Bay. needs to die. Well, I wouldn't say oh, that. I wasn't going to go that far. Man. <laughs> righty then. <laughs> I want him dead. <laughs> Die, motherfucker. I hope he gets crushed by one of his giant turtles. <laughs> or garbage truck. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it's like having Mike here again. <laughs> it's very inappropriate. <laughs> Can we call him questionable student? No. I wonder if he listens to the show and just got mad because I made fun of him. I don't life. care. <laughs> maybe, maybe it slammed his fist to the ground like, kill him. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that. What you said. Yes, they do look a lot better than the CGI fiasco. And I'm sure they're talking about doing a... Uh, Another live action movie based more around the comic books. And I'm sure there'll be CG, you know. I wish they would do like Marvel does. Take a take a page from Marvel, all right? Mm-hmm. What you guys may or may not know is that Tom Holland in Spider Man wears a Spider Man outfit yes. in his scenes. Yeah. But they also CGI over top of his outfit. All of them do this. Uh Black Panther, he wears a Black Panther outfit, but they CGI parts of the outfit. Mm. Like, not the whole outfit. Don't do a Green Lantern. Right. right. <laughs> Enhance the outfit with CG, but let them have the practical outfit. Because we know practical. It looks real. Mm-hmm. You know, so CGI portions, not the whole thing. Yeah, you just want to use CGI as a little seasoning for the actual thing. Well, we get actual lighting and stuff on real stuff, and it looks more realistic. And right. I, I understand the Hulk, you got to CG that. I mean, it's mm. giant eight-foot... See, the Hulk is supposed to be eight foot tall and green, mm-hmm. <laughs> not the turtles. Green, not eight foot. So I don't think Lou Ferrigno was eight feet tall, was he? Lou Ferrigno is eight feet tall. He can't hear this anyway. Oh, so, sorry, Lou. I love you, actually. I think you're a wonderful human being. How old is Lou? One hundred and eighty-seven. Wow. When I think about it, Lou Ferrigno would have probably made a good turtle. Turtle <laughs> <laughs> power. <laughs> he actually used to come up to Forest Fair Mall. Really? Yeah, because of uh, the security detail. Morse Fitness. Oh, Morse Fit. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, there was a Morse Fitness. Where- oh God, I guess they're all gone. Morse Fitness World. I think. Well, fitness is fun. More I Fitness World. I think what happened? Gold's Gym like bottom up. Probably. Yeah. But and he came up there. Gold's Gym's gone. And yeah. Stacy Moore. The daughter of the Moors people. She was up here all the time. She was so stuck up. The Moors people? The Moors. Moors Fitness. Moors. Oh. She, she was the daughter. Yeah. I used to work. <laughs> there you go. Ah. I used to work at a little booth called Beeper Depot. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I sold pagers. That's how he got married. That's not how I got married. They That's where married I there. met <laughs> my ex-wife. She worked at a, a Watchworks booth, and I worked at Beeper Depot. That's how he got married. Yes, we and, paged each other. Yes. And a big beeper was giving the cereal. <laughs> well, we, we started selling cell phones. Do you remember the StarTac? This little teeny phone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, people were nuts about it. And I remember plans back then were like way expensive, and you had like a five-foot coverage zone. 
it's like, okay, if you walk out of this initial circle, it's going to cost you like $4 a minute. <laughs> Remember, we used to get our cell phones from car washes. We did. Our first cell phones we both got from a car wash. Oh, man. And there were the plastic ones where you flipped down the front and pulled out the antenna from the top. The yeah, plastic with, antenna. with your teeth. Uh, the little bottom flap down yeah and then, yeah you always use your teeth you're like and you we didn't have a plan mm. we so bought you, cards you had a pager and be like yo page me if you need me to call you on my cell phone i didn't do that by the time i had a cell phone i no longer had a pager and what was funny about having a pager is you always had to have quarters in your car because there were these things called kids there was these things called pay phones right and you would put a quarter in them and then you could dial a sometimes too really if you long distance, yeah, I didn't call him long. Di- I had a phone at home. I wasn't going to call long distance on a payphone. I'm going to call Tokyo. Actually, when I lived in Colorado Tune for in uh, for about a year, we didn't have a phone at home, and we, there was a gas station literally next door to my house. We used to go over there to order pizza. Ten ten two twenty. Ten yes, ten ten two two. You know, people, well, I guess people listening to this show should know what we're talking about. Ten ten two twenty. Ten ten two twenty. 1-800-C-L-A-T-T. You don't remember those commercials, the 10-10-220s and the C-A-L-L-A-T-Ts? And- that was, that was yeah. like the, the way to get around long-distance calls. Yeah, you'd type in those numbers. And one the one I just did was uh, Carrot Top. He did the commercials. He'd go, uh, C-A-L-L-A-T-T. It's yeah. cheap for you and free for them. I, okay. That was, or it's free for you and cheap for them. That's no, what I was jogging back. Do you, don't you remember we out of baby Issa boy? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, baby, it's a boy. So the the initial costumes were made of fiberglass first, and then uh, remolded out of clay. They were produced as molds, and they they were actually the whole entire body plus the head that went over, and they were <clears throat> made out of foam latex. They completed making them in eighteen weeks, which I thought was pretty astounding. Yeah, if you get to see inside what the heads of these outfits look like, they are they these guys had to wear them underneath the masks are little slits. That's what they saw out of. There are full animatronics inside going around them at all times. They wore two earpieces. Mm-hmm. One earpiece, they would hear the... So there was a voice... There was a puppeteer watching them with a microphone on who was voicing it. Now, that wasn't going to be the voice, but they would voice it live as it was going on because they would move the mouths along with it. They could hear the voice, so they would try to act along with what was going on. On the other ear, they could hear the director... And then they could also hear everything else that was going on around them. One of the guys described it. He was like, so it's, it was kind of like being at Grand Central Station. It was just n- n- noise everywhere. And they had these little tiny... And they were doing full-on martial arts sequences while wearing these costumes. And yeah, it's it's really crazy. Yeah, that was some fantastic ninjutsu. I it was <laughs> some great ninjutsu. Uh, so Walt Disney, MGM, Orion, Paramount, Viacom, Columbia Pictures, Warner Brothers, they all turned down making yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They did not think it was going to work. Yeah, they didn't want a fiasco like with uh, Masters of the Universe. They didn't want another Masters of the Universe on their hands, which I totally get that. Yeah. Of course, if they would have watched Masters of the Universe, they would have seen like it sucked and it would be hard to do that again. So at the time, a really small little company picked them up. And decided to distribute distribute it, and that was New Line Cinema. <gasps> At the time, they were hardly anybody. They were just a baby. And it worked because the movie made 
like a lot of money. A shit ton. And they went on to have a nice bright future. <laughs> well, New Line or Ninja Turtles movies? Let's say both. I mean, I don't know that I would say the Ninja Turtle movies had a bright future. The Turtles still do well. The movies, you know, they did have sequels. Yeah, and people went and saw them. I just, (laughs) the third one, not so much. I don't think it did as well. Mm. The second one was Uber because it had vanilla ice in it. And he went ninja. Yeah. He went ninja. I remember seeing him in concert a few moons back. Wasn't the greatest. No, I'm sure it wasn't. (laughs) Uh, I said only 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you were probably saying that was 30 minutes too long. No. <laughs> well, he played the three songs I know. <laughs> I'm done. I don't know. Vanilla Ice. Go build a house or some shit. Uh, bring out Suge Knight. <laughs> didn't he dangle him out a window or some shit? That's why you need to bring him out. <laughs> that's the story? Yeah, know. that's the story. There's a lot of stories of Suge Knight. So, yeah. <laughs> we could do episodes. That's an episode too. in and <laughs> of itself. Well. We totally should, though. I mean... I heard Suge Knight has a son, and he's just as scary. (laughs) That dude has a sequel. (laughs) No, that's offensive. I'm not going to say that. Anyway, like, it's really offensive. (laughs) And I don't know what would happen to me. Okay. I'm curious. I'll tell you off the show if you remind me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Stewie stepped away. He had to use the facilities. So, he's coming right back. I see him walking in. Now he's walking past us, and he's doing a little dance. He's making a little love. It's getting down down tonight. tonight. Uh, You know, would it be all right, do you think? Like, I think it would be fair. Even though it's way later, it's in the later 2000s. Mm. But I think we could totally watch straight out of Compton and then go back and do an episode, you know, about the whole NWA and... That, the actual scene, we could compare the movie to real the reality and see we how could close do that, I think. they are. I think that'd be kind of cool. Because NWA is all, you know, late 80s and mm-hmm. 90s. 80s, and 90s, that. that's mm-hmm. you know, in the wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So we watched the movie to compare it to what the real events mm-hmm. were. So I think it's a great idea. Yeah. And then we could talk about it. I'm glad I came up with it. I am too. It was wonderful. You just did getting smart over there. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked about in the movie, the pizza place is... Domino's. But... Pizza Hut actually had a $20 million marketing campaign tied into the film. It was like a, I guess they bid, they had a, like they competed to get the rights to market their shit with the movie. So it was odd that Domino's won the sponsorship to be in the movie. But then Pizza Hut promoted the movie. Wasn't Burger King in it for a minute? So me and Stu were watching it. I looked at him and was like, well, there is an obvious Burger King product placement Mm -hmm. it was totally like here's the whopper box and here's the drink like it was so obvious but yeah i mean i think a lot of people tied in it's funny that the film companies didn't want to because at this point the the toy line and the cartoons were monster huge hits and the comic book but they were like like casey was saying they were afraid because of masters of the universe was the same deal the cartoon the toys were huge in fact uh I I want to say, and I could be wrong about this. And you can watch the toys that made us on Netflix. Netflix, uh, they talk about it. But I want to say Turtles are what knocked Masters of the Universe off the top selling spot as far as toys go. Could be wrong about that. But Masters of the Universe was the same deal. It was like the biggest selling toy line mm-hmm. for like two years or something like that. Nobody could touch them. And do you know what? If you listen to Rewind Toys, do you know what toy car? 
sold more than any other toy cars combined. Matchbox? Mm -mm. Sold more than Matchbox and Hot Wheels combined. Tonka? Nope. Transformer? Toy cars. They got toy cars. They do, but they're not. Micro Machine. Oh. Sold more than Matchbox and Hot Wheels combined. Yeah, I stole a bunch of too. That's what I got caught stealing from Kmart. I had a bunch down my pants. Got leg. caught stealing once. Well, not last, once w- last week was a bad week for you, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> First of all, that I found a Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got caught stealing it. It was really bad. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, one of the Rewind toys. I talk about that, which probably hasn't been out yet. But it will be. Micro Machines. Coming to you soon. Just thought everybody might want to know that about the, the Micro Machines. I'm trying to think if they had Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Micro Machines or knockoff I ones. I think so. I'm sure they probably, probably did. Yeah. I think they were the knockoff ones. Yeah, I mean, the Batman ones were not actual Micro Machines. No, but they no. were awesome, and I had them, so mm-hmm. they were great. Uh, so a couple little other pieces. Now this is more not just this isn't necessarily film related, but we all got a kick out of this. So there's a lot of homages to Daredevil. If people did not know that about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, first of all, it takes place in New York, and we all know that Daredevil takes place in New York. York. But what part of New York? Bronx. No, it's Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen. I was getting there. <laughs> He's the devil of hell. Anyway, uh, I was getting there. I was just going to name every borough. <laughs> Until I got where I was. Five Points, Brooklyn. (laughs) Staten Island. Staten Island. (laughs) That was my New York. It was horrible. Staten Island. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Let's do do our worst New York impressions. Okay, ready? All right. Everybody do an Australian impression. KC, go. Crikey. A little more. Crikey. No, I I meant say a little more. Oh, okay. Um... Put a little shrimp on the barbie. Wow. <laughs> Still your turn. <laughs> I can't. Oh, come on. Come on. Put another shrimp on the barbie. Is that the only line? Come yeah, on. Yeah. What other stereotypical um, lines do you uh, That's not a uh, nice. Dingo ate my barbie. There you go. That's not nice. This is the knife. All right. All right. I'll do my stereotype. Ready? Gone opener. Beer. Fulsters. It's Australian phobia. Yeah. And it's not. <laughs> the Australians hate Fosters. Yeah. That's why they send all that shit over to us. <laughs> As I can't do Australian. I can just quote that commercial. Gone opener. But yeah. Gone opener. It's a it's a alligator and he goes, Gone it's how to speak Australian. Yeah. Gone, Gone opener. Opener. And then they put up a can of Fosters. But yeah. And then there's one with a shark and he goes, Goopy. Goopy? <laughs> it's, it's, it's guppy. Oh. Yeah. I told you I can't do Australian, but all right, now do we do with the New York accent? I gotta think about. <clears throat> I, I'll do. Okay, let me channel the time I was actually in New York. So, long story short, forget about it. We're. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's New York. <laughs> anyway, uh, we were in New Jersey, and we went to New York for the day, and we went with some friends to a New York to. And uh, what? You went to a New York for the day? We went to New York for the day. I thought you said to a New York. We did to a New York. We went to the New York. New York, New York. Anyway, we're there for the day, well, and my our friend is driving a station wagon. It's an older station wagon, right? Mm. And there are a bunch of us in it, and he has two kids. And it's one of those station wagons that in the back it had a, a back-facing seat. Well, it's that a they actually look Yes, and the two kids were in the back seat looking out the back. And then there was my, my sister and I, and then, believe it or not, it was like me, my mom, my stepdad, 
those Rick and Kim and the kids. Anyway, we get pulled over in New York. So you know, man, you know what? You, you guys know. You know why I'm pulling you over, right? Because you're going too slow. You're going too slow. Plus, you got the kids in the trunk. True story, people. And I'm sitting in the car going, oh, this is awesome. It's my first time to New York, and this is what we get pulled over by. This cop's like, you got the kids in the trunk. My friend Rick goes, I, I mean, it's a station wagon, but yeah. <laughs> you guys, you're going to have to go a little faster. <laughs> this is how the dude talked to us. This is how the cop talked. We are walking through New York. My sister and I are, I don't know how we didn't get shot and mugged. I honest to God don't. Because we were the biggest tourists. We should have been robbed. Whoa. We are like this. I shit you not. A limo pulled up, and we see J. Period Leno, and we are nerding out like fucking... I mean, he probably wasn't in it. It didn't matter. We're like, right. this is J. Leno. And I swear to God, a car pulls up on the street, and I see a bullet hole in the back of it. And I'm like, oh, my God. Look, look. There's a bullet hole in the car. There's a... I mean, I don't know how I did not get robbed. <laughs> Like, somebody just should have probably hit me over the head and taken my wallet just... Did. Now you got the full New York experience. <laughs> yeah, but it was great. I was only there for the day. We were actually visiting New Jersey, but it was really cool, so it was awesome being there. That's my New York impression. KC. All right. Gabagool. That's, what? like, in that no, Jersey? That's, yeah, it's probably... Uh, getting my New York confused with the Sopranos. <laughs> Uh, 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 let's see. Um, You're the one who said let's do Newark. New- I did. I just. Did I did. I almost said let's do Newark impression. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally different. Um, well, you said it. You can't yeah, even do it. You're right. Hey, look at that ape up there. It's a big ass ape. We're talking about King Hong. I. Yeah. I, it's up the Empire State I mean, Building. It was like over I was. Here. It was like I was there. <laughs> I mean, that, I knew. Eddie Hall, Spike Lee. Oh, <laughs> for Fairlane. Oh, oh, I mean, I mean, like, like if you just if you, if you just want to do like you know that kind of impression of a New Yorker. I mean, any, so so we, I'm we, thinking we, about we, dating you know. my daughter, uh, Sue Yi, and I don't know. Stewie, your turn. <laughs> and Stewie. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much. This show is way off the yeah. rails. <laughs> Anyway, so yes, it took place in New York, but there were two other references to Daredevil in it. The first being that Daredevil's teacher was named Stick, and so they named the Turtles' teacher Splinter. And in there, half his size, it probably you know. Mm-hmm. And in Daredevil, the bad guys, there's an it was not just Daredevil, but mostly Daredevil. There's a clan running around the city called the Hand. The Hand. So they thought it would be funny to name theirs the Foot. The Foot. So there you go. They, and these were all homages. They weren't like ripoffs. They, they they were big fans. Eastman and Laird were big fans. So that's why they went there. So um, I was actually really curious about this. So I looked it up because I was like, you know, how cumbersome, how hard would it have been for these guys to perform in these turtle suits? Because they're doing full on mm. action sequences. They're flipping around. They're kicking. They're, you know. So I looked it up. So apparently to, to, to help kind of disguise how difficult it was and, and, how slow the movement was when they were actually in the suits. Um, the dialogue scenes were shot at 23 frames per second so that when they were played back at normal speed of 24 frames per second, they appeared a little sharper and the fight scenes were shot at 22 to 23 frames per second and then played back at 24 frames a second as well. So they filmed them a little, uh, with fewer frames per second so that when they sped it up, it looked right. If Mm. that makes sense. I always thought that was kind of cool. It was. The movie actually doesn't get the best ratings on 
Rotten Tomatoes is it's not certified fresh. I don't believe it's like forty some percent. But you know, mm. I is that the audience or critics? Score? So here's what I think. <clears throat> See if I don't know. You guys tell me your thoughts. I would bet we saw this when we were young. Yes. So it holds a special place in my heart. I still love it today. I imagine kids today watching it really enjoy it. I'm betting adults at that time might have thought it. Well, I don't know. It was, still, it was 1990. I mean, they might have still liked it. I, I don't know. Mm. When one considers, oh, and by the way, the scene where they shot the Shredder's hideout, the where the where all the kids were running around acting stupid and everything, was also used in Super Mario Brothers the movie. So, yeah. oh, that was a horrible movie. It was. It was a totally bad movie. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Some, it's really bad. Ooh. Really, really bad. Like them and Double Dragon, that'll be interesting. Oh, no, I totally, that's what I want to do. I want to do Super Mario's and Double Dragon, because they're both really bad. Speaking of Scott Wolf, who we just mentioned in this, Scott Wolf was in Double Dragon with Mark Dacascos, because they were supposed to play brothers, much like John Leguizamo, and, oh, dude, the, the parallels are there. So Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo were supposed to play brothers, and Scott Wolf and Mark Dacascos were supposed to play brothers, and both of them have people from different nationalities. Although I think in Mario Brothers they try to explain it by saying that Luigi was adopted. It's very weird. Yeah. And, and if you watch the movie, he treats him more like a son than a brother. It's very bizarre. Mm-hmm. They made a lot of poor choices. <laughs> a lot. Including Robert Patrick is the bad guy and the shadow boss in uh, Double Dragon. Later to go on to become Terminator 2. I actually held my hand up as if I was going to form it into a blade because that's. I got I got where you were going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that. nobody at home even saw. So like, look, guys. To the folks at home, Jay is holding out his hand and forming into a slice. Pretend that it's like a metal object stabbing Stuart through the oh, shoulder. Oh. <laughs> we are dumb. <laughs> We did you just fart? What? No, I, I heard a squeak. I actually believe that was his chair. Okay. I, I actually think it was. Oh, that's the chair. Okay. Yummy. Um. Yeah. Farts. <laughs> I'm off the rails. <laughs> so, Stu, how long had it been since you had seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh God. Uh. Mm-hmm. Fifteen years, maybe. Really. Yeah. It probably hasn't been that long for me. I'm going to say 20 for me. It's been wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I don't revisit a lot of movies. You lying sack of shit. Mm-hmm. It's just an airplane. No, you revisit not just airplane. You revisit the same movies all the time. That's different. <laughs> See what I have to deal with, people? <laughs> I'm not going to lie and say that there isn't currently at this time Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles stuff hanging above my bed. The wall, not on the ceiling. That would be really weird. Oh, I like that. Picture of Donatello. (laughs) A Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle mirror above your bed. You know what's really cool is I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to go here. I'm going to bet something right now. Oh, I don't know with you though. Hmm? Like, I don't know with either of you, although I, I have my suspicions about Stuart. Okay. But let's find out, shall we? In turn, let's each of us name our favorite turtle. Yes. Oh. Leonardo. Raphael. 
Leonardo. See, I wasn't sure if you would be Donatello or Leonardo. I'm more... We always compared ourselves to the Turtles in a way. Yeah, I'm you definitely the, have the personality of Yeah, I'm definitely the Donatello of the group. And I'm definitely the Leonardo, and he's definitely the Raphael. Yeah. Our, our uh, old show... Uh, uh, co-host uh, questionable mike was definitely a michael <laughs> no didn't we decide he was we like baxter or some shit <laughs> oh yeah he was not michelangelo <laughs> yeah I, th- I think spanky was michelangelo spanky's way more michelangelo than yeah he's totally yeah i can yeah, see that he, hey yeah. guys <laughs> yeah yeah i could definitely he's see that. he's a more stoned out mellow version of michelangelo yeah. <laughs> he's the one that wants to order the pizza <laughs> it really fits yeah so i mean who's casey jones randy eric <laughs> What? I'm just kidding. Eric. 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 McCreary. Just because he's got long hair? And he was on the show. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a couple of times. And who yeah. else? I mean, he's as close to anybody else. Eric McCreary, if you're listening, you're Casey Jones. He's probably like, he's probably okay with that. Who's April? <laughs> I was Jaina. Jaina, yeah. <laughs> We all were like, Jaina. <laughs> yeah, Jaina. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, if, uh, if Trouble's out there listening, she's going, hey, what about me? She might have been Michelangelo. We don't April, April's assistant. <laughs> Such a shit. <laughs> she does listen. Uh, April. And I save. That was smooth, Stu. Smooth. She might have come in to be one of the turtles later. Like a Venus de Milo? Oh, no. Cause <laughs> no. We were, t- we were talking about that because Venus de Milo was on the... Uh, there was a live action series. It's funny. I never watched it. No, neither did I. Did but anybody we, watch it? No, I don't. Did you? But I did know who Venus de Milo was. I, mean, I knew about this probably because being a fan of the Turtles, they talk about it a lot. And we were watching a little thing, and like she just disappeared one season. They never brought her up again. And I mm-hmm. said she probably went upstairs with that little girl from Family Matters. Because <laughs> if you know, they had a. If you ever watched Family Matters, we'll have the to, pilot. Oh my God, we have to do a TGIF episode. Yes, we do. No, it wasn't the pilot. She was in like the fir- whole first season. Mm-hmm. Oh. They actually have another daughter, and it, a younger daughter. And at the end of the first season, she says she's going up to her room, and you never see her ever again. Much like she's hanging out with the other brother from Happy Days. Yeah. <laughs> they just never talk about ever again. So, yeah, I always think that's weird when they just... Replace we don't something. talk about it. They didn't exist. You know, yeah. It didn't happen. Oh, that's the child we came up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't go upstairs. We don't know what happens when you go upstairs. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it hasn't been 15 or 10 years for me since I'd seen it. I mean, it's been a while. I do have kids, granted. I will say, you know, I'm sure that I've watched this with my son. I want to... Sorry, I need to take a moment. So I have two kids. I have a son and a daughter, and I really have to take a moment moment to let everybody know how proud I am because last week uh, one Monday I came out of the, uh, my room where I was working and uh, on her own no prompting wow now I'm having horror hound flashbacks <laughs> oh, God. my daughter I'm sitting in my room working and uh, I hear I hear something and I knew it instantly and I came I, it was, I come running out of my room and I'm like you're watching Tron. And she goes, yeah, it just, it looked interesting and you talk about it. So I thought I'd watch it. So I came out a little bit later and she's watching Tron Legacy. And I'm like, does that mean you liked it? She goes, yeah, it was good. I'm like, yes, yes. My kid loves Tron. 
I was so proud. And she said she liked it. She didn't love it. I hope you get hit by a semi truck. <laughs> My kid loves Tron. You shut your mouth. I was so proud. It was a, <laughs> such a proud dad moment. That was, that was awesome. So if you guys don't know this about me. We do. I'm a huge Tron nerd. Love Tron. Huge. I have a Tron, what would we call it? A shrine oh. in my room. And Stewie actually. Uh, I just donated to it. He got me this new piece. It's really cool. It's a it's a light up acrylic sign. And it lights up blue. And I where I hung it, it like glows. I didn't, I just hung it there because it fit. But as I turned it on, it just worked perfect because it just lights up and closed the whole It is beautiful. Thing. Yeah, it's really cool. Yes. So Thank you, Stuart. Have you seen it lit up yet? Yeah, it showed me. Yeah, I did. It was a little... <laughs> he came over in the first time. Come here, come here. I'm going to show you Tron shit in my room. Check this out. Okay. It's just an excuse to get him in my room. Ooh. Help me. <laughs> but I've seen Turtles uh, more recently than that. So, um, But I'm also a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. So. Sometimes... I, I don't go in debt to buy turtle heads from the movies, and I don't think I'm a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. I would probably eat pizza almost every night if I thought I could get away with it and not weigh 875 pounds. But uh, I, I always considered myself kind of an uber nerd fan, but I, I, that girl put me to shame, to be honest. Yeah, she has issues. So we're we're fans of stuff. Like, Stu's a huge Motley Crue head. I mean, sitting here on the walls, there are literally, within a few feet from me, a couple of Motley Crue mm-hmm. posters. Um, Stu if, I, has, if I had my way, it would be the entire wall. Stu has, this is our 80s wall. It's awesome. And, you know, a majority of the stuff up here is yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> anyway. But are you talking about, like, having a nice mural of Motley Crue? Yeah, there are naked bodies all over. Why do they got to be naked? Well, they don't gotta be, but if you're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah, right. Stu has album covers tattooed on his back. Literally, Motley Crue album covers on his back. It's like one of those old mad (laughs) fold-ins. Yeah, when you... He just arches his back. When you fold it in just right, it says, I heart Tommy. Yeah. But (laughs) He stretches out. I mean, it's the whole... I gotta ask, Stu, who's your favorite member of Motley Crue? Ooh, good question. It'd probably be Tommy. It kind of gotta be. Like... Don't misunderstand us, the rest of you crew guys. You're all awesome. But even you guys got to admit, the members of the band got to admit, Tommy's probably the most fun. Yeah. He's always the most hype, hyped he's up. Hyper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about right. He's the youngin'. It's, it's, this is sad news of late that he has vowed that he will no, never sign any more fan art or fan mail. Well, I mean, he so, signed your back, right? No, that was Vince Neil. Oh, okay. My bad. He said fan mail. Oh, fan mail! And say he'd never give an autograph again. Oh, he's 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 pulling the he's pulling the Ringo Starr well, thing. Appa- only. Apparently, everyone's you know wiping their name off and selling it on eBay. Or oh, something. That's, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. He's pulling the Ringo Starr thing. Only look, Tommy, Ringo did it for like forty five years or something. You know, Ringo on the Simpsons. Ringo vowed that he would answer every piece. Molly every was on the Simpsons. Really? No, he said he did it on the Simpsons. Oh. Ringo Starr vowed that he would answer every fan letter that was ever sent to him, no matter how long it took. And he did until like a few years ago. And he finally said, I just can't do it anymore. So it is it's a defense. Good run, yeah. He went for like 50 years. He's like answering fan. And yes, they do make fun of it on The Simpsons because Marge sends him one when she's like 17 or something. And he's like, just gets to it. He's like, Dear Marge. 
<laughs> you know, all the uh, Beatles were on there except for John. Why? Why not John? Because he was dead. That's right. He was. He was there in spirit. So how Ooh. dare you? It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I really enjoy this movie. I would highly recommend it. Understand it's very campy, very tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Really silly. Light-hearted, fun movie. And you can sit down with the kids and watch it. And the worst cuss word you're going to get, and you're going to get it about 50 times, is damn. You're going to get damn over and over. But fuck, what are you, you, know, you going to do? Well, yeah, nobody gives a shit. I mean, your fucking kids listen to this fucking show, right? Fuck yeah. Fucking a-holes. Fucking a-holes. I'm sorry, assholes. Fucking a-holes. Go with the butt plug. So do you guys recommend it? I mean, I don't know how you could, Casey. You ain't seen it in 20 years. Still fresh as I saw it 20 years ago. He's basically saying he didn't watch it. I don't want to hear shit from you. I don't know what you're talking about. You might have watched it, but you don't watch most things. What are you talking about? Yeah. And I know you fell asleep for at least a minute or two during it. Hey, it happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a lot. The time. <laughs> but it happened. Uh, but would you recommend it? Me? I actually thought it kind of held up a little bit. I mean. Well, okay, so it is on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube. And we did. And so it's not the best picture quality. <laughs> and there are scenes in the movie that I've always felt were filmed a little dark, but it was filmed on a lower budget. And I agree. I think it held, holds up the... I think the the comedy and stuff. It, Even it all the costumes and all that still yeah, kind of I mean, moved. Like I said before, the turtles alone, you know, hold like they look. They look weird. better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. So we mentioned it before, and I don't think I got into it, but Corey, I said we'd talk about Corey Feldman. So Corey Feldman is the voice of Donatello in this. And the first, he's only in this one and not in the second one. Oh, what so according to him, he was offered $1,500 to do it. He knew it was a low budget moving they didn't have a lot of money so he did it i believe that's probably true and that's probably why he wasn't in the second one because this movie made a lot of money and he probably was like i want way more and they were probably like hell no we can recast you not a problem and i'm gonna be honest i didn't like him as the voice not because i have any Corey issues mm-hmm. i just i hear Corey feldman when he talks yeah and i'm like none of the others did like they are just who they are, but that's Corey Feldman. It's obviously Corey Feldman. It didn't kind of throws her off. That's the only bit that didn't really work for me is when this movie came out, uh, well, Judith Hogue or whatever. I I mean, she's an actress. She'd been Mm -hmm. in stuff, but she wasn't this huge name. She was in Cadillac man where she met Robin Williams who kind of helped her out, helped her with the role of April. Yes, it's true. Robin Williams was a huge teenage mutant Ninja Turtle fan. For those of you who know, and the comic books, he was a huge Turtle comic book fan, and he, he helped her prepare for her role as April O'Neil. I think he story. would have really liked this show, to tell you the True truth. True story. I don't know. Maybe he would. Maybe he would. Do your Robin Williams. From Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, God. Stuart. What? Jeez, oh, man. <laughs> My bad. I went from Mrs. Doubtfire. I mean, shit. He had to go dark. God. <laughs> Stewie just... I want the audience to hate you. Yeah, Stewart just wrong. mimicked hanging himself. Uh, and yeah. went... <laughs> smooth, Stu. Smooth. Are you proud of yourself, huh? Are you proud of yourself? I don't know. Half of our uh, listeners are probably out there cracking the hell up right now. <laughs> <laughs> are right. you laughing at this? Are you proud of yourself, huh? Are you proud of yourself? Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny, I thought. I mean, it just came to me. Like, I wasn't even... It's just, poof, there it was. And I was like, I went for it. And it worked. It was funny, you know? Yo, Adrian, I didn't mean to sound like Sylvester Stallone. I was doing my impression of Stuart doing his impression of Robin Williams. 
God, I hate you. No, that's Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born. I've never seen it. Never seen it either. He hangs himself with his own belt in the garage. It's very sad. Ouch. Oh, shit, dude. It's a very sad scene. It's very hard to watch. Ooh. Movie's fantastic, but that's a hard it's scene. a really God. sad movie, too. Very depressing. Ooh. Yeah, it's, yeah. Ooh. He's, well, he's a major, like, alcoholic, and, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty But sad. isn't his best friend Dave Chappelle? I mean, can you tell a few jokes? Dave I mean, and he's yeah. a little buff in it, too, man. Yeah, I mean, he's been hitting the gym with Carrot Top, apparently. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't he uh, an a- alias? Uh, yes. No, I, thought you meant, no. I thought you made Dave Chappelle, and I had to say, think about it for a like, it was no, I, I thought I Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, yeah. yes. Okay. I was like, Dave Chappelle, was he? Was he an alias? <laughs> <laughs> uh, alias was a great show. Uh, he was the photographer, right? It's been a long time. Or a yes. reporter. Or yeah, whatever. I think so. It's been a really long time since, since Alias. Yeah. And so was the dude from Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> was also an alias. Which one's that? Gray. Firestorm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Dave Chappelle been hitting the gym with Carrot Top. Carrot Top totally should be should be cast as Lion-O. No makeup needed. Looks yeah. just like Lion. <laughs> you know um, he does ha- he doesn't have flowing locks though. It's more like permed locks. Have you ever seen the side by side pictures of Lion-O and Carrot Top? No, now that he's all buff. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Yeah. What were you saying, Casey? No. Well, um, I'm a chess coach on the side, and one Nerd. of my kids. I'm a chest coach. Oh, I see what you went yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, oh, not with kids, though. Not with kids. So that's why you're not allowed. <sighs> not with kids. You know what I like to say to the kids? You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was worse than my Robin Williams. Ooh. Yeah, that's kind of bad. But one of my kids beat Dave Chappelle's kid at a chess tournament. I'm so proud of him. Oh, shit. That's so what we, I said. We introduced my son to a movie last weekend, speaking of Dave Uh-oh. Chappelle. And he really liked it. We introduced my son to Con Air. Ah, oh, that's a good movie. Oh, it's great. And talk about it holds up. If you're just looking for a good action movie, totally holds up. It's still as stupid as you remember, which is <laughs> awesome. You know, I've never heard of a bad Dave Chappelle story. He's an awesome guy, from what I hear. Put the bunny back in the box. Why couldn't you just put the bunny back in the box? <laughs> that is a great quarantine movie. Bubba's yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah Bubba Gump. He's sweating like a... Pig. You know, Dave Chappelle was up for the role of Bubba Gump, but Dave Chappelle passed. And I think he made uh, the it's right probably choice. good because yeah. it probably it didn't really wouldn't, wouldn't, have fit, wouldn't him. fit. No, but he made a good guy uh, to die in the airplane landing. Airplane landing. He gets caught up in the landing gear. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah say it's auto. So <laughs> this is uh, sometimes it's like we need subtitles for Stu. I am Stu's subtitles. <laughs> I'm a stew translator. I'm his translator. Uh, <laughs> I'm a sign language. It's it's kind of like when uh, Keegan Michael <laughs> oh, uh, did the, the uh, his uh, anger translator for Barack Obama. Obama. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those are brilliant, man. That's kind of like what I do for Stu. I translate Stu to human speak because <laughs> he speaks Stewie, and you either get it or you don't. It's, I'm Stewish. He is Jewish, so yes, we introduced my son to uh, Con Air last weekend, and we—I thoroughly enjoyed sitting through it again and watching it. And it's even better now because it's like, oh, this is so corny. Mm. I mean, they knew it when they were making it. it. Was you know the thing about that movie is that had a lot of A-list actors in it. I mean, you got John well, Malkovich, but a lot of them weren't at the time, right? Oh. So yes, John Malkovich mm. is Cyrus the Virus, 
and you had the Ving Rhames, but but not that big yet at the time. Right. Danny Trejo, not that big yet at the time. Even smaller than we thought he was, uh, to be honest. The guy from Reservoir Dogs, uh, Steve Buscemi. Now he was big at the time. Yeah. So was your John Cusack, mm-hmm. right? And your Nick Cage, uh, Colm Meany. Who? Star Trek: The Next Generation. He's the one that drives the car that says "Ass Kicker." Oh yeah, Colm Meany. Yeah. He's O'Bri- O'Brien. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that's obviously a rip. Supposed to be a Scotty ripoff. Uh, oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, his name is Colm Meany. So yeah, he uh, yes, Finger Ames is in it again, but not. I mean, he was just starting to kind of become huge. He'd done the kid Pulp from Fiction. Hackers was in it. Yeah, he plays Sally Can't Dance. Do you remember? Okay, you remember the like um, the little gay Latino guy Dude. from Hackers? Mm, yeah. No. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen Hackers. Oh, we're totally doing a Hackers episode. Yeah. That's a, like, so, guys, we, we need to do topless. First topless. Yeah, yeah I want to see clips of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at night when I, I watched them, yeah. clips. So, we, need runs, to, we need to yeah, talk about yeah. this. When she married uh, Johnny Lee Miller after yeah. that movie. And then he went on to play Sherlock. Yes, he did. Yep. And she went on to marry Billy Bob, Bob Thornton. Thornton. Who, Stu? Bolly Bob. Billy Bob. Bolly Bob. Bolly Bob. Bolly Bob. Billy Bob. Uh, so Stu and I totally need to just do an episode of movies that Stu and I adore and everyone else hates. Hackers. Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Stu and I love Hudson Hawk. And I, I just don't understand how people don't like the race. it. I remember watching Hudson Hawk. I liked it. I need to watch it again. I only yeah. saw it like when I was maybe 14. You'd probably appreciate it more now. Mm-hmm. Especially since, especially the little singing in, scenes. Rest in peace, Danny Aiello. Yes, great actor. He was, and he's great. In Hudson Hawk and Hudson Hawk is just a fun. Mo- like again, I just don't think people always understand the humor. And plus, it was one of the last few movies where we got the funny um, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, and I had mentioned this before. Um, it's right before someone peed in his Cheerios. The toy, yeah, and continued to apparently. Is, I mentioned the toys that made us, and then there's also a show called The Movies, that, or The Films That Made Us, I think. Mm. There's a Ghostbusters one, and there is a Die Hard one. There's there's more, but those two are fantastic. Also, I want to give some shout-outs and give some props <laughs> to Prop Masters on Disney+. Oh, oh, I see what you do there. Prop Masters is a show where a guy goes around, and he's a collector of movie memorabilia <laughs> and props. And each episode deals with a different movie, Tron was one of them who framed roger rabbit um mary poppins uh it's it's really good it's i I recommend it so of course i watched the tron one with the kids right and uh we watched uh, nightmare before christmas is one of them Hmm. so yeah i highly recommend that show too so but the films that made us is really cool. You get a, a dirty. I think they do a dirty dancing episode, and but they really go in. They dive into like how the movie got made, and they're goofy. They're done kind of silly, so they make them really entertaining, fun to watch. So recommend that. The Die Hard one is excellent though, especially when you start learning all the things that. Do you know who Die Hard was meant for? Who? So Die Hard's based off a book, right? Which is actually based off. It's a sequel to another book, mm. The Christmas and, Story, and that movie was made. And they wanted him to be in the sequel as well. And that was Mr. Frank Sinatra. What? They realized that it changed so much that, it, and he was way too old at this point. Oof. And there are some significant differences in what 
the book was to what the movie became. But yeah, you should definitely check it out. It's pretty interesting. You know, I could imagine like a diehard 1960 version, right? Right, Rat Pack, right? Sammy as the cop who kind of talks him, you know, through the Nakatomi Plaza. <laughs> you get he's Argyle, yeah. or no? He's uh, the Winslow. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think they should totally tie Family Matters into Die Hard because he's a cop in both, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out he goes home and Steve Urkel's like, What happened today, Carl? He's like, Well, you see, I had to get this guy down from a building. And then secretly, Steve is working with Hans Gruber. So, yes, Hans Gruber, they, you know, they, the uh, original story, they were totally doing a Die Hard episode right now. <laughs> the original story, they were meant to be terrorists and they didn't want them to be terrorists in the movie, so they made them robbers. And here's a big one for you, Alan Rickman's first movie. Really? He was a, he was an actor, but he was a stage actor. So he wasn't doing like any kind of like weird British movies before. No, just... and they really uh, somebody really wanted him for the part and recommended him for the part, and he didn't really wanted he didn't really. It's not that he didn't want to do it. He didn't even know how to hold a gun. Like they had to show him how to hold a gun in it and everything. It's pretty interesting. Huh. Later, he went on to say, Mr. Potter. So, here's a little something for you. If okay. you can do Stitch from Lilo and Stitch, right? Or Hanuman Family, right? You, if you can do the Stitch voice, mm-hmm. all you have to do is slow it down and make it deeper. And then you have Alan Rickman from the Harry Potter movie. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Can you do Alan Rickman from Dogma? I have no penis. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> There you go. Stewie's going, what? He's an angel. They have no genitalia. Yeah. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was a movie. <laughs> Where originally they had tails and then they took them away. Not in the movie. Just in the right comics. Comic, right. So yeah, I think uh, we would all recommend watching it. It, uh, it does hold up. It's still a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's well worth it. If you get the chance, uh, when the when they do the virtual pizza party, I highly recommend everybody getting on there that's a fan in any way, shape, or form. I'm going to try to. I don't have a webcam, so I don't really know how that works. I do. Yes, he's got one on his i got to figure out this whole okay. Zoom thing. We should do a, a, a virtual 80s prom one night. Oh, that Yeah, I need nice. a faster computer for that one. Well, see, my computer's fast, but I don't have a webcam. And you have a webcam, but your computer's not fast. I'm returning I used to have a webcam. I don't know what the hell I did with it. I think I'm going to return it. I think, I think you should, too. He just yeah. got it last weekend, and it's really slow. And he's, he, all he does is sit over here and bitch about it. And for some reason, he thinks if he picks up the mouse and shakes it a lot, that that's going to speed up his computer. I haven't figured... He, all you hear him is, it's slow as shit. <laughs> like, it doesn't work. It's kind of like when we used to shake the Polaroids. It uh, doesn't really do anything, but it makes us feel better. So, so you know, like blowing, blowing into Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say it. Yeah, it doesn't really do anything. It makes... Like Stewie pressing the crosswalk buttons. They don't do it. That's just me being an asshole. I don't. Nobody's arguing. Right? <laughs> Shut up, uh, guys! You can write us at your mixtape podcast at gmail dot com. Write us. Let us know how we're doing, or what you want to hear, or or send hate mail for my what your favorite actions way to cook a steak is. We don't care. No. Uh, we have a Facebook page, Stuart. The Mixtape Podcast. You should go over and check that out. We're regularly... That's a word I have a hard time saying. Regularly. 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 We do gooder. Aurora Borealis. Aurora Aurora Borealis. Rural King. 
rural king. I had to, Stu would tell you, I had to practice. She rural sells king. seashells rural. at the seashore. Um, anyway, we, we post Yo, stuff on there. Mama. What? Oh, I thought we were just saying stuff. Guys, you don't <laughs> understand. If you were here with him, you would see that it it's almost, he's not looking at anyone. It's like he's talking to himself. And I'm wondering if there's another voice in his head that's making all of this make sense for Stop him. Stop it. I hate you. <laughs> you see, there it goes again. <laughs> On his own. Going down the only road Stu's ever known. Like a drift, the Stu was boned. <laughs> <laughs> You guys can't see his dance. It was a little frightening. <laughs> it was like a cross between, um, like Titanic. Why is it gonna be a cross between oh. thing? What if it was just a no? Thing? Because oh, it's, it's because thing. you were doing the kind of Titanic hands. Yeah, it's a tiny like, contain thing. Wait, was that supposed to be? Oh, is that what you were doing? Yeah, the tonic, I thought you were doing the flash dance right before the. Yeah, it was like the flash dance water. mixed with. Well, I couldn't. I wasn't exactly like on a, a hood or anything, so I had to like. I was flinging my hair back. Oh. Your I long got, flowing locks. He, he's closer than we are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, they're, they're like locks. They're like curly locks. <laughs> he's curly locks. Almost like a fro. Oh, he could totally have yeah, a, I could a fro. I totally think he should. Yeah. And then Dude, we'll put some oil you got in a it. Yeah, pancake, bro. No. Why we'll are you put, looking at me? <laughs> he's bald. <laughs> Isn't that what a, Wait. a bald man <laughs> Is this because he's black? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he. I don't have a pick. I don't you don't, a pick. You he don't has, have a pick because you're bald. Yeah. I don't have hair. Well, I got stubble. <laughs> it's a little tiny pick. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I, I just love I, that you were like, why are you looking at me? Hey, <laughs> and I, I was like, are you saying that because, like, why are you looking at me? Because I'm black? Or are you saying that because why are you looking at me? I'll I'm just, bald. Uh, I'll I, just, or both. I'll just use your brush since you don't have any hair. I know. I bought it. a brush and then I shaved my head. I, I shit you not, like, my brush came in Sunday, my head got shaved on Monday. <laughs> the head shaving thing was an accident. We'll just, <laughs> it wasn't meant to be fully shaved. There was a screw up with the clippers, and no, I had he, no... He has no use for it, I'll use it. Now. I had no choice at that point. He'd get caught in the curly thing. It'd probably get stuck. Stu, I, I think see you, you in a jerry curl. I think you should grow a giant jerry curl fro, mm. and we'll put some oil in it, and every time you walk by, we'll go, Is We'll have you sitting on couches, getting food. At <laughs> we'll Mars. have you sitting on couches. Hey, you ain't sitting on that. my couch, motherfucker. <laughs> I already do that. Nah. We, we need to take you to Indian Hill. We'll find a couch by some rich person, and we're going to have you sit on there, right, with your greasy Jerry Curl fro. What do you think about it? And Steve? you can let your soul glow. You got a little show. I keep, my hat keeps hitting my microphone. <laughs> Same here. I need to, like, next time I'm going to flip it back. Yeah, we flip our hair. Hat, hat. Flip it back and forth. Flip. Thought for sure I was going to get out of this fucking episode. I should have ended the fucking episode five minutes ago. Yep, you were going I, on a roll. I was yeah. like, I kept looking at it going, I'm going to make it. You, I'm gonna you, make we're it. We're almost there, man. I'm gonna make it. You guys don't understand. So it's not just that I trip over my words. I do that all the time. Not nearly to the degree that Stuart does. That. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Idea. <laughs> Eureka. I guess it was Stu's phone. I don't... 
it's when I and I know that I'm doing it. It's when I trip over my word, and I know that even if I try to say it the next three times in a row, I'm gonna say the wrong word, and I can't quite get it right. It happens. Yeah, to me, <laughs> I blame the aurora borealis. What was that? Why, why are you just trying to get me to say aurora borealis? Just to see Not what aura. you think. I practice. Yeah. I have to. St- if you if you're near me, you see that I have to stop yeah. and think about it. <laughs> I can't just. Why did you have to make me say? Aurora. <laughs> That's pretty accurate, though. That's pretty damn accurate. But I can say it now. It took me years to be able to say Aurora. Rural. I still, that one ain't right. I don't know if it's Rory. Rural or rural. 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 Rory. Rory. If you name your kid that, I don't like you. You should get smacked for that. Rory. Rory. Wilson. Lieutenant Ahura. I can do that one. Ahura. 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 All right. Give us your Al Pacino, Stu. A little more. No, I... God, just like Kevin. I mean, say more. Oh. The fuck you say? Something like that. Yeah, he did good. Give us your Samuel L. Jackson. Fuck. Yes, that was perfect. That's what I would have done. I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Do that. Well, you did it well. Now no, I want to hear you do it. Oh, we want to hear you. You're, you're like fucking having them in the room. Yeah. Uh, No. No. Come on, dude. No. Do it. No. Come on, do it. The pressure, I can't handle it. What's what's the line on the looping line on TV? What? For snakes on the plane? Uh, it's not motherfucking. Oh, I thought you were the one who told me what it was. Um, I hate these motherfucking, these mother farting snakes. Nah, it's, it's something really bizarre. I thought you were the one who told me what it was. Mm. Maybe not. I don't know. So, yeah. Uh, yes, we have a Facebook page. Yes, you should go over to it because we post pictures. You were saying? I thought I was going to puke there for a second. It was like Jeez. a burp, and it came out of nowhere, and yeah. I really apologize for that. It was You're gross. yelling at me for that stuff. I didn't mean to. I was in the middle of a sentence, obviously. I'm like, so I'm like, <laughs> the look on your face, like when you're going through Oh, it through tasted that. bad. Yeah. <laughs> tasted like pizza. Now, somewhere at home, somebody's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I came through, came through my headphones. I don't know how. Short circuit. Oh. Uh, we post pictures and, and fun stuff up there. Uh, Stewie's in charge, so, you know, it's all kinds of crazy. Yeah, just no conspiracy theories. We would yes. appreciate that. Unless they're good. Oh, yeah. If they're good conspiracy theories, we'll, we'll take 80s them. or 90s related, we're okay with that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be doing some stuff, too, that we will need some feedback on. We'll need some people to kind of vote and whatnot. Oh, first of all, I want everybody to write us and let us know what impression Stu should work on for the next episode. Ooh. And I work for boobs. Dude, what if your boss is listening? You're going to get fired. You just called your boss a boob. Right? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get that. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, but we're going to be doing some stuff where we will need some voting. Uh, We've got some cool ideas for some bonus episodes that we'll get into. Um, Let us also, you know, we've been talking about the possibility of some T-shirts and stuff down the road. We had some before, prior, and if there's something you think would work, would fit well, we we totally have to make a 
remember to eat your tiger meat part two and just even if nobody else has it part two send one to metal mikey because mm. metal mikey had the tiger meat shirt yes and he needs yeah like a new version of it so he has two but different uh so write us facebook us uh that is all i have i don't have any more pertinent information neither do i i'm just trying to figure out when the next time we're going to see it at aurora borealis I'm gonna, you do you know you're gonna see an aurora fista up your asses <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, using that butt plug on Batman Brown picture. Yeah. Oh, let me pull out the case again. It's, it's a nice mahogany. This one here is made of diamonds. Mm. Um, well, it's not made of diamonds. It has little diamond studs throughout it. It's little, little diamond studs like myself. I'm the diamond stud. <laughs> you should just tell people that. Ask girls, but like, do you like diamond studs? Yeah, well, I think that diamond. is smooth. No, it's not smooth, but it's something. Well, that, are we talking about the butt plug or we're talking about what he's about to say? It's mm. not smooth, but yeah. mm. well, I'm a stud. Yeah, stud, you should go with that. Next time D. you're online, you say you like a diamond stud. Boom, you pull that out. I'm stud. Your sex tape. Yeah, you pull that. I out. also want to say That's how proud I was said. of my son last week because he said sex tape. I said, "What did I say?" I was like, "It's something like it's too small to put it in." And my son just from the other room. That's what she said. I'm like, "Yes." I was like, "That's my boy." <laughs> you see, the children are learning. <laughs> He's only 16. I bleed it, children of the future. Thank you very Thank much. much. <laughs> Get sexual chocolate. chocolate. Get it off of my face. Oh, I've been seeing a lot of memes with sexual chocolate. Good. It's good. good. It's good. Good. It's terrible. <laughs> God. <laughs> They're making a sequel to that. I know. Oh, God. I hope it's good. No, they made a sequel to that. It was called You Devil. Shut the f- We're going to leave it at that. And with that, folks, I believe we are done here for the evening. As we like to say here on the Mixtape Podcast, until next time, stay, stay awesome. awesome. Stay awesome. Stay awesome. On the half shell, they're the heroes for In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high, with muggings mysterious All police and detectives are furious Cause they can't find the source Of this lethally evil force This is serious, so give me a quarter I was a witness, get me a reporter Call April O'Neil in on this case Hey, you better hurry up, there's no time to waste We need help, like quick, on the double Have pity on the city, man, it's in trouble We need heroes like the Lone Ranger When Tonto came pronto, when there was danger They didn't say we'd be there in half an hour Cause they displayed turtle power reporter was hot on the trail, determined to put these crooks in jail. She spied the bad guys and saw what happened, but before she knew it, she fell in a trap and got caught. Yeah, she was all alone, with no friends and no phone. Now this was beyond her worst dreams, cause she was cornered by some wayward teens. Headed by Shredder, they were anything but good. Misguided, unloved, they called them the foot. They could terrorize and be angry, you 
understand. They mug the people who needed proof. Then from out of the dark came an awesome sound. Shouted cowabunga as they hit the ground. From the field of weeds, the heroes rescued the flower. Cause they possessed turtle For what you believe in, you find the strength to do what's right. That's turtle power. Heroes on a half shell, they're on a mission. When there's a battle, got the enemy wishing that they stayed at home. Instead of fighting these ninja masters with moves like lightning, they were once normal, but now they're mutants. Splinter's the teacher, so they are the students. Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello make up the team with one other fellow, Raphael. He's the leader of the group, transformed from the norm by the nuclear goop. Pizza's the food that's sure to please. These ninjas are into pepperoni and cheese. Back to the story, it's not hard to find. Ninjas not just of the body, but of the mind. Those were the words that the master instructed. But a letter from Shredder had Splinter abducted. That was the last straw, spring into action. Step on the foot, now they're gonna lose traction. Now this is for real, so you fight for justice. Your shell is hard, so you shout, they can't dust us off. Like some old coffee table. Since you've been born, you've been willing and able to defeat the snake. Protect the weak. Fight for rights and your freedom to speak. Now the villain is chilling, so you make a stand. Back to the wall, put your sword in your hand. Remember the words of your teacher, your master. Evil moves fast, but good moves faster than light. Shining for your illumination. Good versus evil equals confrontation. So when you're in trouble, don't give in and go sour. Try to rely on your turtle power. Stewie has walked away and is eating pizza. I repeat, Stewie is eating pizza. That is all.